0: Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We get it. yeah. Not I'm not going to rap. I was tempted to, listeners, but welcome back to Fly Casual all the same. Hey, this music may sound familiar, but we're not talking about Austin Powers tonight. Tonight, we're bringing back the classic, the old reach around. Musical Edition. So you're going to stick around for a very oddly flavored Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I gave that explanation to the listeners so they would understand... While, uh, that I was not going to attempt what I tried to attempt <laughs> when we were selecting. Yeah, the music. I thought you were
1: going to do it. I thought you were yeah. going to break out. If I'd
0: taken a minute to actually write something down, I think I could have made it sound like I was uh, improving. Mm. Like I was improv. That's what the improv- improvisational rapping. Is that what they call that? Improvising in the street. Uh, and it, yeah, with uh, rhyming with fly casual, not easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just going to tell you Nothing right now the with game, fly casual is easy. Yeah. Not one thing. Not
0: one thing. We, I mean, we make it look effortless. Like we really make it look effortless. <laughs> I mean, we don't really put in any effort. Yeah. I mean, Howie does some. But we <laughs> some, really make it look effortless. <laughs> and by effortless, I mean just, you know, uh, unpolished and unsaid. Un-, un Yeah, rawr! <laughs> hey hey that's pretty good hey, show That um, andor show yeah right it's a good show probably gonna talk about that again next week yes i think so and then right after that the show is gonna be ending oh, and no. uh i'm gonna you know what mike I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna say it yeah yeah we are expecting the return of toblerone Correct, we are mm-hmm. that's
1: right friend oh. of the show toby he wants uh, to come he's back. He's reached out. He's he's like, hey, you guys. Uh, he had his people guys, contact uh, our people. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys talking about the the uh, the Andor,
0: are you? <laughs> I hope. Never heard of it. I <laughs> hope he accidentally listens to this show and goes, really, Mike? That's your. That's how, that's I your sound? how I sound to you? <laughs> really? Like well, I'm going to do my impression of Toby. I'm just, I'm just going to put a little growl on the back of my. Just, just a slight. I don't want to sound too much like okay, Alex Jones. So, just like a little bit on the back.
2: No offense <laughs> to anybody here, but he has the best podcasting voice.
0: That's true. He's never been on our show. It's got an energy and that slight growl. If it were any more, it'd be too much, but it's just a slight, so it amps up the energy even more. Yeah. yeah. He's not He's not grizzled and just, you know, so many years stale into it like we are. Yeah, I was right?
1: going to say, he's not jaded yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have 60 or 70 more Star Wars shows and movies. We might get him there. <laughs> we might. Because that's the only time he comes we around. He's got
1: to get him. Yeah, get him over here. Yeah. All the good ones, anyway.
0: Yep, That's true. Okay. Well, welcome, ladies and germs, back to Fly Casual, episode number three fifty-nine or three sixty. We should really confer before we hit record, but that's the effort. I've lost. (laughs) It would look effortful if we did that. Effort effortus. It's around that number. Okay, we're in the ballpark. In the ballpark of that. Uh, Yes. I am your basement proprietor, Mr. Corey Wilson. Across from me at iPad.com is michael jarchbowl ipad central
1: yellow yep how you doing yep still, i'm back he still
2: has his camera covered
1: up i do Yep. right that's right he's got well, his, he's you know, only using I'm, duck duck go when i'm uh yeah, when i'm doing you know unseemly things i don't want people watching. i don't want mark zuckerberg watching me
0: <laughs> if i'm gonna do unseemly things i demand mark zuckerberg watch always watching <laughs> yeah that's the real reason Meta went down. That's right. Aww, poor Meta. Oh, it's almost as if VR has been half baked since the start. <laughs> and that's coming from someone who owns an Oculus. I
1: know. That thing is great. That thing. It's, it's fun to just dink around with. Yeah.
0: Nine months ago for the month I played with it after I bought it. It was pretty cool. And then <laughs> <Yeah. just laughs> my son
1: plays with it more than I do. My, yeah,
0: my daughter does. Sometimes I was doing the beat saber thing for a while yeah, to exercise while doing. I was recovering from my knee surgery. So, yeah. A little more recent, but then I went out and I bought a, a big old exercise bike. You see the exercise bike upstairs? No. Yeah. pay attention. Yeah, it's from like a it's from like a gym that closed down. No. And this guy bought a lot, and he was selling off like these very expensive professional machines for no. like. A couple hundred bucks. Oh, cool! And I drove out and I, I got one because
3: it the, only smells like a little bit of ass. Just a little. Bit. Actually,
0: this thing doesn't look like it was used.
3: Well, that much. it looks it's, like it's from McDonald's. It does. It's red and to wipe yellow. It's <laughs> down after every yeah. use. It, it's making me hungry.
0: It's yeah. It, the you know, gyms like like Planet Fitness and stuff all have like obnoxious colors like purple and yellow. So this one's red and yellow. It really does look like there was a bike at McDonald's. <laughs> which might maybe that's why it's got the heart rate monitors built into the handles because you know you eat a big mac and start biking they really want you to just pay attention didn't, so you didn't know Didn't
3: McDonald's have bikes so you could power a TV with briefly
0: That sounds like the I kind of thing they would like have done back in the Late 80s. Yeah. I can't remember if they were, I imagine that or not. They were also playing with all the technologies with like the kids' play stuff. Like, oh, look, a big old touchscreen. It's a miracle <laughs> from the Lord. <laughs> it was like, okay. It's also covered in happened. boogers. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. so, yep. Over there, at Master Control. Mr. Steven J. Howie. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Great. Have any good McDonald's lately?
1: Mm. McDonald's is always good. Let's just (laughs) say it straight up. I have McDonald's Uh, at least uh, once a week. So,
0: uh, what I actually dined in at McDonald's for the first time in a very Mm. long time. There you go. Last week, now you're
1: talking my language.
0: I just did today. (laughs) Oh, really? There you go. Yeah, I've not done that in a long time. Uh, Let me uh, describe for you what I found it is very sterile, intended. Everything is there's no cushions anywhere. Everything is a hard plastic surface.
1: Yeah, they've changed it up a little bit.
0: There is nothing friendly or comfortable about it. Uh, like the white like the classic White castle design, it is intended I assume to be easy to clean. Despite that, <laughs> not clean. It was not very clean. There, it, well, there,
1: <laughs> no, there weren't they never people are. sticking to the ground, were they? <laughs>
0: a, I mean, a little bit, and like all the tables had like 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 drink rings on them, so they hadn't been wiped down that well. I think someone came along, and like like knocked the crumbs off, and that was it. So it was like it wasn't filthy, but it was like for not having anyone there, it was pretty unclean. So yeah,
3: they have like thirty guys in the and, and girls in the back just doing. Nothing. Yeah. Like,
1: oh. Right. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to fulfill the orders and yeah. Yeah. Looking at the screen. Right. Put a burger on. Look at the screen yeah. again. It's like where's the, the burger button? Look at
3: the screen where's again. Yep.
0: Like, dude, you know how to make a burger? Come you on. forgot the salt kids, and pepper dude. shaker, friend. It's too late. We're too far into the process now. We live in a different <laughs> time. Yep. We have a right, near nearby here. We have an independently owned and operated McDonald's. Yeah. So let me tell you what that's like. The drinks all taste the same they taste like yeah. they taste like dr coker beer dr Coke. dr Doc, dr dr orange coker root. Root, root it's <laughs> it's disgusting oh i like it was like four there there's no lines there is literally no salt or pepper on anything which let me let, let me let you know a little secret uh if they don't put the salt pepper mix shaker on the food that's 90% of the flavor of everything at McDonald's. It literally tastes like nothing. Everything that comes out of there. Although I did me, get some really fresh nuggets there recently.
3: Is it super ironic that their their like shake machine is always working?
0: Is you know I've never gotten a shake there, but now I have to for educational reasons I have to try. It'll be the one that's always working. And if you say McFlurry, they're like we don't even have that. Go across the street to the Magic I'm, Wand. I'm like what now? <laughs> yeah, there's an ice cream place right over there, sir. Just just go over there. Over, over, right over there it'll be fine it is yes. you get go get the, yeah. the, the get the crystal freeze from the magic one i like they? the touch screens you can order your crystal pepsi stuff. freeze not crystal pepsi Ooh, freeze i crystal don't like pepsi. the touch screens because no matter how clean they are i'm still envisioning the booger covered touch screens from the kids play plays back in the day but uh why don't i go ahead
3: and say it across pond down a few mr gig not Jay hardy That's me. I ate McDonald's today and I'm feeling awful. Yep. It's terrible food. Because you're loving it. It never tastes good, but my daughter wanted to go. so I sacrifice my body and soul. That's why I I went to McDonald's. I I
1: enjoy McDonald's. We do that for our children.
3: Every now and then I get. I guess it's okay if you had never been to any other restaurant.
0: (laughs) It'd It'd be good. Every now and then I get a hankering for a McNugget. I believe that a fresh McNugget and I know I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to catch a little heat for this. Where are you going to find that. A fresh well I, right that's the challenge. But a fresh McNugget is superior to all other fast food nuggets. I agree. And the problem is as Garrick just illustrated where are going to find that. Even the
3: spicy nugs at Wendy's? Even yes. the
0: spicy nugs at Wendy's. I hate to say it oh, but boy. it's true. I mean I if know, you want man. Wendy's nugs just go buy Tyson nugs and stick them in the air fryer same thing. Oh yeah. That's um good stuff. I The problem is they sit in those little, like, heat-proof yellow plastic trays for hours, it seems like, sometimes. But when I went to the independently owned and operated one, I swear the nugs were fresh from the fryer to my face hole. They were amazing. What
2: you need to do is have a gazillion kids. And so when you order nuggets... They have to make them. They have to make ah! them.
0: I don't don't know if it's worth the trade-off. I have to think about it. I'm ordering 40 nuggets.
2: Yep. Dang it, we have to actually cook them.
0: I will like, yeah, <laughs> Damn it. it is great though. Cause on the app almost every day, it's like, get, you know, a uh, 20 piece nuggets and fr- two fries of any size for like five ninety nine or six ninety nine or something. Yeah. It's like, it's stup- a good deal. It is. It's the best <laughs> deal on there. And uh, so if you're not, if you're not spending points, cause if you're spending points on free stuff, you can't use a deal, but I've used that deal. Cause my wife and I both work from home. So a couple times I've gone out and just like get a 20 piece nugget and two large fries and she eat? And it's pretty ah, dang cheap.
3: Got him. I ah, got him.
0: Yep, Got me good. He likes his
3: e- eating nugs.
0: I do like the nugs. <laughs> That's the joke. And their fries. When, and they're the fries. when they're fresh. But again. And salted. You have to have as many kids as Howie to guarantee you're going to get fresh fries. <laughs> and uh, no. No.
2: <laughs> that's the price i'm worth paying <laughs> to get yeah, fresh exactly. at
0: McDonald's. <laughs> you and your wife were dating it's the only back reason. then you're like listen this is the plan <laughs> i really want fresh food at mcdonald's yeah. the only way we're gonna get that guaranteed <laughs> you're just gonna have to you know yeah loosen up yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to take that any further than I just did, but <laughs> hey, tonight is a we're bringing back uh, the reach around. Yeah, we are, which we haven't done a reach around in a long time. And for those of you who are unaware, the old reach around is when the four of us pick a guilty pleasure, uh, within some sort of genre or whatever, with and it's some level of definition that is determined individually per episode, and uh, at random. Well, we've done it kind of at random, but this time it was legitimately at random. Uh, select another person who has to then experience, watch, listen to whatever that guilty pleasure and then report back. So all four of us will be reporting on a musical that was another cast member's guilty pleasure musical. Woo. That's right. So we got a lot to get through tonight. So before we get into that, I'm going to look over at Mike. I'm going to look, see if he can give me any kind of a, he's nodding. It's time for some news. Oh. Uh shit you Uh, nodded you
3: you
4: nodded oh
3: we got
1: we got you i got you i got (laughs) you what kind
0: of news you got well
1: boys sad news today in the world
0: i know dude in the world of in the world of fruit haters what the people who despise fruit and fruit-based comedy
1: i don't know where we're
0: going gallagher has passed oh, away. No, that wasn't... No, we I didn't know about Gallagher. Yeah, I the world out, of animation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so apparently Gallagher's gone. <laughs> Gallagher died, uh, and you don't lead off with that. No, I'm sorry. Not Gallagher 2. <laughs> oh, I don't know yeah, anything about Gallagher uh, 2. Little
0: brother, I don't know. Uh, but was Gallagher... in the Weird Al movie. No, Kevin Conroy. Gallagher was in there? I didn't realize <laughs> no, that. Kind of. There were, oh, kind yeah. <laughs> there were lots of pseudo-individuals that... I think we'll probably talk about next week. The
1: man that many people would consider to be the definitive Batman. Kevin Conroy has passed away. No, I didn't hear this. I heard it today. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Looked it up. And apparently he was just diagnosed with cancer and passed quickly. I'll tell you this. I will tell you this. And I'm 66. Yeah, only 66. This happened
0: really fast. I am stunned. Yeah. But I will say the last few times I've seen pictures of Kevin Conroy... He's looked a little emaciated, yeah. kind of not super well. Yeah. So I wonder if he may have just been diagnosed, but I wonder if it was kind of a long-term what's going well, on kind I, of a I thing. haven't
1: got many details yet. I mean, this literally just happened as we record, so I'm sure more details will come, Oh, my but, gosh. that's sucks. But, yeah, the, the article I read said that, yeah, the, um, the diagnosis was not long ago, and it was quick. So usually that tells you, like, pancreatic cancer or something like mm-hmm. that. Who knows? Um, I guess we'll find out more, but yeah, somebody, somebody knows that's, that's the voice of Batman, dude. That, that's yeah, no that one else Batman. will sound that good. Yeah. Ever. No. Yeah. He, he very unique, very, very popular. there's a lot of people. And there. an all around cool guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He was nice. very always nice with the fans and just whenever they called him up to do, a, they had a new project, new Batman. He was always on board. Always. dude,
0: he was in the flash. He was, he was Mark Hamill. Right. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. You're yeah. right.
0: Him and Mark Hamill. It's weird. When, where who can you say are two voice actors who are such defining arch nemesis, right? Yeah, as his Batman yeah. and Mark Hamill. Yeah,
1: it's funny. I haven't heard anything from Hamill yet. I'm sure he's been on Twitter. And- <laughs>
0: yeah, he put a
3: tweet. He put a tweet. I was really sad. I did can't he? remember. What it was oh, about. did he? It said something about them being brothers. You know how it goes. Oh
0: yeah. I uh I, I'm just now returned to Twitter. I reactivated my account just to see what was going on. I have yeah. zero followers, <laughs> and I'm kind of okay with that. I'm just kind of rolling with yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, I, uh, But, yeah, I haven't resubbed to everybody, so I hadn't seen much of this.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of sad news. That sucks. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That
0: yeah. sucks. When well, you wanna you wanna try to pick up the pieces from there, Mike? I mean uh,
1: Gallagher. Gallagher dying,
0: I actually made a joke out of. <laughs> like a like a Dang. like a like well, a decent human he, being. He was a are comedian, so are we supposed
3: to make a joke out of Kevin Conroy? I'm just saying. <laughs> uh I, he didn't even live long enough to build his meth empire. There,
1: there you go. Yeah. Oh, Get, got it. <laughs> yeah. Print it. Could have been what could have been. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Could have got his brother in uh, a shot.
3: He could have been Heisenberg's family.
1: Well, they say only a, the good die
2: teenager young. that was in his class so at one point. He must not have been that good. Mm. They, meaning
0: Billy Joel.
1: Well, do. boys, that's all I had for you. Oh, f- Are you sad.
0: serious? You don't even I have, don't have a it. palate cleanser, Mike? We just announced two deaths and there's nothing. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be two well, deaths. And the thing oh, because is- <laughs> I was the happy death. Or like, not happy, but better. Hello. I mean, mine we've been was been light-hearted. <laughs> We've been announcing a lot of deaths
2: lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is very sad. Oh, yeah. good. Bring it back like down.
0: <laughs> I
3: demand you find a happy story, Mike. Uh, yeah, let's well, sit here right now. Happy story. I'm going to hum uh,
0: girl from Ipanema until it. you find a happy story. I don't even have a news
1: feed
3: on here for some reason. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Come on, man. No. You can do it.
1: Uh, no, not there.
0: Uh, we used to have a news feed on
1: Discord. That's gone.
0: Ah, oh, someone uh, moved it. I put it back if you want. I thought nobody was using it. I always use it. Oh, really? That was, you got all of the news for the show from a feed that I set up and stopped maintaining for years? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it was getting pretty, it was getting pretty uh, rough there toward the end. That's uh, the other thing. It it, well, we it was, full of, it
0: was full of really, We really, did have an we election. Had an election. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: It <laughs> was, that happened. It's not <laughs> that, done yet. But <laughs> that, it won't be by the time this comes out either. Now, actually, by the time
0: this comes out, it may
1: be just, just you, up. I don't know. <laughs> did you guys, uh, did
0: you guys
3: see the new John Wick, uh, Teaser trailer? No, no, there's a new one.
0: Oh yeah, John yeah, four?
3: four, baby. I it's gonna done. have Donnie Yen in it. You know, oh, nice. Donnie Donnie Is he gonna be blind? <laughs> no. Yen. So there's some good news. Star Wars alum Donnie Yen. I do but like he's the known, Donnie he's Yen known from Star Wars. Right? <laughs> as yeah, as that's know? that's the only thing he's known <laughs> that's for. That's what he's known <laughs> for. <Yep.
4: laughs>
3: By
0: idiots like us. Yeah, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, you guys didn't watch it, man. I have. That's been on my pile of shame for a long time. I need a night where I'm up late and nobody else is around where I can just watch that, sit back and hey, um, not get interrupted watching that. Good kind of news. Uh, good news, everyone. Uh, good news. But, have but it's also bad news.
2: news for farmers. Milk prices are up, but so are expenses.
0: Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for the farmer's almanac report. <laughs> from Howie. Garrett, um, traffic? Th- a, <laughs> it's bad. It's always bad. Though. It's terrible. People suck. What's the weather look like over there, Ollie? <laughs> it's going to rain. <laughs> cold oh, rain. Here, here we go. Here we go. It's I got cold.
3: You. I got you guys. Cold as shit. <laughs> there's a new movie coming out oh. in uh, on October 10th, 2025. <laughs> okay. <So. laughs> I was going to say October. It's in yeah, the can, ready to go. Late. Yep, it's ready to go. It's been it announced. Far away. Really far away. Avatar, the last airbender. Oh, yeah. Movie. No, that's the series, isn't it? <laughs> live action series? No, they're doing a movie. Oh, here, you, here we go. animated movie, not the live action. Oh, M. Night oh, Shyamalan? No, not no, no. M. Night Shyamalan. Animated. <laughs> An animated movie. Oh, oh, Yeah, oh. is a, oh, events after the original series.
0: So Literally. between it and Korra? Is uh is Wolfman involved? Dave Filoni? Oh, I don't know.
1: Doubtful. He was I don't was know. It, is he in the
3: they doubtful, created that new studio's friend. uh a Nickelodeon? Right? I don't okay. think that's I don't, happening. I don't know how involved he is in that with uh, all the Star Wars stuff. Dave's and busy. But
0: I mean hey, that, there's a, that's there's, what that's what got him where he's at. There's now. a new Star Wars yeah.
1: movie announced. <laughs> oh, I think Lord. he was only on board for like the first season. Is that true? Like, I didn't yes. know that. He got it off the ground But No there is yeah. a new Star Wars movie Announced Nobody seriously, knows anything like, About it Sure
0: there is A new Star Wars movie That'll be canceled Announced <laughs> We should have had Like 30 Star Wars movies But I now.
1: Seriously This is a true thing they, they They announced it And everybody There was a collective uh, <laughs> On the internet <laughs> Yep It's, it's like, like literally Nobody like, cares uh,
0: Tell us when Tell us when you start Principal <laughs> photography right. Yeah if you got a teaser trailer, then maybe I'll believe you. Maybe. 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 That's a big maybe
1: right there. Remember the teaser for Rogue One? Now, Rogue One ended up being a good movie. But yeah.
0: remember the they teaser just had, had like... <laughs> yeah, It was like tie a TIE fighter. Just Rogue. a TIE fighter. Yeah. That's it all like, it was. Oh, well, that okay. it was yeah. flying
3: into the Death Star, though, at the end. The
0: Star, not yeah, place. it was just flying through a canyon. canyon. You saw it from the front yeah, and then, then the rear, and then it Star went up. And the, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. never happened in the movie. Nope. Yeah. And yeah, neither so. did half the stuff in the trailer.
1: Actually, I'll, be- I'll believe it when they announce the uh, like like times. You know, times at my local <laughs> theater. Then I'll believe it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. when you when, when, I have, when you can actually <laughs> you call up Mister Movie Phone yeah. and have him tell you, yeah. I'm sitting in the theater. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> after the preview, pulling your beer out of your satchel and popping it open with a little snap hiss. Like a lightsaber.
1: Oh, I just had a uh, laugh, they should, though. when They, they not- need to
0: stop doing that and just, like, do more advertisement for Andor. Because because people don't seem Come to out. know.
1: Come <laughs> on. <out. laughs> yep.
0: I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I see someone on the saltier than crate. My favorite subreddit. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was talking about, like, people, like, someone's like, do people seriously not know how good Andor is? And this person finally, you've heard me say it a thousand times. Solo was not as bad as Solo no. performed. Right. Because it followed Last Jedi, right? And like this person said, person said the reason why no one's paying a big reason why no one's talking about Andor is because Obi Wan just happened, and it was terrible. And so people weren't really psyched about a Star Wars show that's about a character that they already know what happens to mm-hmm. when we just did that and did it poorly. Right. And I was like, that's exactly what I said about it. And he said, and he compared it to Solo and Last Jedi. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not alone. <laughs> Finally, someone else sees that if you do, if you serve dog shit. Yes. Right. And then serve another plate of it, people will just get up and leave no matter how hungry they yeah, might
3: yeah. be. I mean, I mean, it's probably fatigue too, because yeah. Know, you- Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, yeah, and Obi Wan for right. some extent were kind of all the same feel yes. to them. Yeah, oh, yeah, the same vibe. Like, Book well, of Boba
1: Fett, for, I would say, it was a direct spin off. Right. Well, Mandalorian Obi-Wan's definitely to the top of the heap there. It's, it felt like, B- Book but of they Boba all Fett have the play.
0: And, all three of those shows had the playful vibe. Yes. To them,
1: right? And but and what Andor I'm saying is, Andor ain't. No, no, it's a completely different yeah, thing. Which yeah. we need to save for next
0: week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. We right.
1: Right. Yeah, well, yeah, then, shut up, you guys. Stop talking about Andor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Mike and I have to get up early or something. So let, why don't we just jump into the uh, the meat taters? Yeah. All right, it's time for the old reach run, y'all. Go <laughs> and listen to a story about the things that reach I like. reach up, Oh, we got some. season, it's <laughs> like riding on a bike. Only catch being that you gotta watch them too. And if I'm being honest, it's a little bit cruel, mean. That is downright yeah. torture. Hot torture. Garbage. Hot garbage. Hey, old reach around. <laughs> Featuring Mike Howie Garrick, that's and me. Irene Ryan as Granny. Oh,
3: she's hilarious! They we had
0: they we had like two, also dead. We had like two years to get that fixed to put me in it, and we still haven't. <laughs> no, they did fix it. <laughs> You're
3: Irene, no, You're no perfect Irene like, Ryan. like it is. Dang it, it's uh, Corey as played by Irene Ryan. There you go. I'd watch that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I might be oddly attracted to that. Corey, I might awaken something. Corey in played by
2: Irene, who plays
0: Granny. Yeah. Yep. yep. She's playing Granny
1: playing me. That's right. You're going
3: yes. to cook up a mess of possum right. stew, are you? Mm-hmm. What
0: are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> hey, get banana, get ready, sure. All
1: right. How are we doing this? All
0: right. Uh, I have a die. Oh. Uh oh. All right. We're going to determine. Is it four sided? We're going to, uh, it is not. I could, there are four sided dice three feet uh-huh. from Howie, but I still feel like that's too much effort for him to stand up and get one. So I'm just going to roll until I get a one or one through four. All right. Hey, what, what numbers are we? Uh, you're one, and then we'll go clockwise. I'm two. Mike's three. Um, Howie's one. four. I'm um, number one. Yeah. That's the lowest roll. That's a botch, dude. So, okay. I'm a ready? Botch. We're gonna go number three. That's Mike. Mike, <gasps> uh, whose Mike.
1: musical did you watch? I'm not sure who gave this to me. I think it was you. Is that well, correct? Yes. It's Corey. Okay. Um, it is a musical called Finian's um, Rainbow.
0: Finian's Rainbow.
1: <laughs> yeah, Aww. I've never the heard-
0: manliest musical <laughs> of all heard- time. <laughs> I've also never heard of that. I had never <laughs> heard of this.
1: Most people hadn't, and. uh <laughs> i was like okay so did a little research came to find out i was pleasantly surprised to see that this was a francis ford coppola yep uh vehicle oh so i was like oh really mm-hmm. so this was 1968 so this is kind of
0: the start the of his career
1: guy? yep uh huh. yes it is the godfather The guy, guy. what gave lucas his start yes yeah, so he's the yeah, american zotrope man yeah you me? he's it's like this is him breaking onto the scene basically and he's like ushering in the era of Lucas and Spielberg and all that stuff. But
0: first he's got to do something that feels like old <laughs> school. He got he's got to conform, <laughs> well, to get the to get the 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 clout, sure, to, to of do course. other stuff. Of course.
1: Yes. So
3: how how did it compare to Apocalypse now?
0: <sighs> in no ways. And also
1: that was not Francis Ford. Uh, that was Stanley Kubrick. Oh, was Cooper. it? That was Kubrick. Yes. Correct. Wrong one. <laughs> So yes, I was pleasantly surprised to see this. So I knew there were, at least from a cinematography standpoint, I was going to enjoy this. Yeah. So the story. Yeah. Um, I read the. I read the. Uh, I'm all excited over here because
0: I've only seen this once, <laughs> and I I was like, it came out of nowhere, and I was really excited to make someone else watch it so I could verify it wasn't a fever dream.
1: <laughs> so I'm just over here like, ha, 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 ha. yeah, Mike, yeah. Okay, so. Kind of uh, all right. Should, I'm just trying <laughs> to think out what I should do
0: here. I'll, I'll give first pl- first confirm that it is not Brigadoon because that's what I keep getting. Confused. It's I not actually, Brigadoon. Doon, it's I told I told Mike to watch Brigadoon before I remembered. Wait, no, it's not Brigadoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get these Brigadoon. two confused because they're both musicals that take place on sound stages and have a lot of people with Irish accents in them. Make <laughs> it <laughs> So
1: not yeah, Shmigadoon. I know nothing about Brigadoon either. So yep. I I so anyway this okay I'll you
0: dodged a, a bullet because you didn't have to watch another Gene Kelly movie.
1: I'll give a, a plot synopsis and then I will um kind of give my thoughts about the whole thing. <laughs> so okay, so this is really weird, okay? This is really <laughs> out of left field. So there is an Irish immigrant um named Finian and he and his like name. Daughter rainbow daughter are oh. coming over from Ireland hey, and hey, uh, hey. to the I'm Americas. Okay. And uh, Finian is played by Fred Astaire. One Heck yeah, Fred Astaire. Now, th- this is another reason why
0: I get it confused, Brigadoon, because that one's Gene Kelly. So, you got your two big tap dancer yeah, boys, big guys,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, for, yeah, Fred Astaire. Now, this is Fred Astaire in his late career, yes. This is like he's like 68 years old in mm-hmm. this bad boy, so um. But he's still he still had a little touch of the magic. Yeah. I mean he was a little slower in his step. He doesn't but, exactly
0: uh, look like the dude from no, the Rudolph the Red nosed no, no. Reindeer or whatever. Yeah, not so much. Whatever that stop motion <laughs> that, dude that's, that's supposed, like yeah, supposed to look like front
1: of stairs. But um okay, so they come over to America. He he, unknown to his uh daughter, Sharon, has stolen a pot of gold from a leprechaun like oh no, no like, like you the do. irish are want to do
0: <laughs> i'm irish i can say that so Those are my people. stolen
1: the pot of gold he's coming to america and uh starting a new life and he purchases some land now i was really confused at the beginning of this movie because as he's coming over to america he literally stops at every spot in america he's at he's at the statue of liberty <laughs> yeah, and <dude>. then, <laughs> then next he's at the uh oh jeez yeah, the four presidents. What? Why can't I think of Mount, it? Rushmore. Mount Rushmore? He's at Mount Rushmore. He's like everywhere across the entire country, and then and then settles himself in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. This is That's a, not a real state. Mike. It is, it is a fictional state. I think they're trying to establish that it is the South, <laughs> the rubiest of rubes. <laughs> it is Mississippi. Yeah. The 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 lower the lower parts of both. <laughs> So he gets his pot of gold and he goes and buries his pot of Kentucky gold. And Mississippi
3: <laughs> don't even border each other.
1: I know <laughs> they, that's they the do crazy not. how is that Again, even possible? This is generic South. So it's here. Tennessee?
3: Is it Tennessee? Is <laughs> that yeah, what you, like? Tennessee's just like sure. sucked
1: into it and not even acknowledged. <laughs> Tennessee, Missitucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it,
0: that's the S is the Tennessee.
1: There
0: you go.
1: The uh S Tucky Miss, yeah, seh, something like that. I don't know. Got it. Anyway, so um, he settles in America, buries his pot of gold on his new plot of land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They are settling in among the uh, the locals yeah. uh, who happen to be kind of a mixed population of people. And when I say mixed, I mean, you got some Southern whites and some Southern blacks and everybody's getting along just grand, uh, except uh, except what? for another local who is oh. uh, a resident of the area, um, who is a, a senator. Um his name is Senator Billboard Rockins.
4: <laughs> Billboard
1: <laughs> Billboard Rockins. How he perked up at that. He's the 51st <laughs> senator. <laughs> well, Senator Rockins doesn't like them black. or the, I'm sorry, the 101st senator, excuse me. He is a Southern uh, Southern senator who doesn't like the black people. He's a racist guy. He would be what they call a racist. Mm-hmm. And uh, he causes trouble for the Mm -hmm. so um anyway while all this is happening and finian is getting settled little does he know that the leprechaun that he stole the pot of gold from not played by warwick davis not played by warwick davis has followed him uh the leprechaun's name is Mm (laughs) aug and uh common leprechaun he wants his uh, pot of gold back and uh since his pot of gold has been stolen from him he has now become mortal so he is becoming human. Oh, it's the,
0: it's a it's a raw deal.
1: <laughs> it is a raw deal. Mm-hmm. So he's losing his magical powers and he's becoming human, and uh, he doesn't like that one bit. No. So he wants to get his pot of gold back, which has three wishes attached to it. Yeah, all and of them do. He wants <laughs> he wants to use one of them wishes to wish himself back to being a leprechaun. Because like, it's for I some be reason a magical
0: being. for some reason it's not baked into the I got my <laughs> pot of gold back terms of service. I guess not. <laughs> it's literally like you have to reapply. You have to fill out a god knows how much paperwork.
3: Well, what's with these movies? Was it when did this come out? Nineteen sixty-eight. What's with those movies and leprechauns? Like, ton now, of leprechaun movies in the sixties.
1: now I it came out in sixty-eight. But this is a very, very old musical I came to learn yeah. from back the oh. 20s and 30s. And Apparently, I think they, they did this musical at my mother's high school when really? she was attending. Okay. See, now they they attempted to do this. My under, I, I, Reading up on it, they attempted to do this movie back in the 40s, but it just did not materialize until 68. And uh, so we had Francis Ford Coppola take it up. So anyway, back to the story. So you have... It's the um, Les Mis of the 60s. <laughs> One of the other side stories here, you know, besides fin- Finian and Aug, is that uh, Finian's daughter, Sharon, um, she kind of finds a guy mm-hmm. and she she's fallen in love with the, the local guy. And the local guy has uh, a sister and her name is Susan and she is a deaf mute. So, but she communicates with people via dance. <laughs> yeah. So, like, she's trying to get her point across. She just dances very poetically and beautifully. and
0: what? Timmy fell in a well. <laughs> yeah. Right. yes yeah, so it's like she's laughing. like a
3: she's like a bee, <laughs> <laughs> like a bee. <laughs> Don't know
1: what that means, but all right. I guess that's an app description. <laughs> okay. So you need to know these characters. So okay. So do dude! The I mean, I agree. Racist senator dude comes and starts making trouble because. Uh, billboard, <laughs> billboard, Buckshank <Rockins>. or whatever. <laughs> Rollins, Rockins. 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 <laughs>
0: billboard Rockins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, my. So he starts uh, making trouble because the piece of land that Finian has bought, he was supposed to acquire, but Finian got it in his place. So he, they come make a bunch of hoo-ha for the locals and. Uh, Gross. While the um, shenanigans are happening, that
0: (laughs) I've been waiting for the word shenanigans
1: this whole time. I think I think Rawkins is in his car if I'm remembering this right, and he's trying to get out of town because the locals are getting pissed at him and they're starting to riot a little bit. And he drives over the pot of gold, unbeknownst to him and um, Finian's daughter. And as he's driving over the pot of gold, Finian's daughter says, "I wish you had black skin." so you would understand what it means get ready everybody no. We're, we're about to apply to Harvard. Here we go. <laughs> and Senator Rockins becomes a black man, only complete <laughs> with blackface. Yeah, he's not replaced with a different. No, actor. he is not. I was, I was kind of crossing my fingers. I'm like, please let there be a black actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh,
0: they didn't. the no. '60s they landed did nice. on your face. They- <laughs> hey, this is this is a pro racial awareness movie coming out at the height of the civil rights Correct. movement. Correct. So it's still going to have that. Weird white spin on it, like we're trying, <laughs> but the future's not going to look kindly on this. Yes, it was interesting
1: to say the least. So, I, yeah. I can't
0: even watch Holiday Inn with my wife every Christmas. <laughs> I I can't
1: handle it, but please yes go oh so now now that he has black skin of course all his uh compatriots and the you know local authorities and people that used to look up to him now are starting to look down upon him and
0: sounds that sounds just like Obama <sighs> or whatever the heck it is Tucker to me <laughs> uh, Bama, this Bama is this is so as
1: as he is losing is his Tucky. reputation of course the love stories start to progress and Dick, blah 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 so we kind of move <laughs> move forward a little bit so what after he got the black skin, the low or not the locals, but the uh, authority like Rockins and his ilk mm. have decided that well, Sharon Finian's daughter is a witch, so we need to burn this witch at the stake. Yep. That, that's, <laughs> and so, that kind of fast forwarding to toward the end, um, they basically have her cornered in a barn, and they're going to light this barn on fire, and they're going to burn the witch. Yep. <laughs> and she's uh, the
0: r-u-n-n-o-f-d well
1: they're trying to well <laughs> I, Rockins is trying to get her hey change me back change me back and we won't kill you kind of thing mm. and uh it's not happening not happening well it's not happening because nobody knows where the pot of gold is so oh and i should say that at some point the reason nobody knows where the pot of gold is is because um Finian knew where it was because he knew where he buried it he went to go get it well it turns out that susan the silent had found the pot of gold, and since she's a deaf mute, she just ran off with it. She
0: hasn't figured out how to dance it out yet.
1: (laughs) I didn't (laughs) tell anybody that she found a pot of gold, so she took it, kind of put it somewhere else. And uh, You know,
0: she used to communicate with us through dance, but now it just seems like she's a stuck-up rich dancer. (laughs) I don't get it.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is so crazy. (laughs) 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 Ardian's trying to save his daughter by finding the pot of gold, which has wishes attached to it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and and so he's freaking out and he doesn't know how to save his daughter. And so Aug at this point is introduced to Susan. He, well, I, I should back up just a touch. He has, Aug uh, has also started falling in love with Sharon, um, who is betrothed to the other guy that she had met earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's all into her, but, and he sees Susan thinking that it's Sharon and, and goes over and, you know, wants to talk to her and all that realizes it's somebody else and starts falling in love with susan oh you're Susan the silent you're the guys leprechauns
0: are so just loose (laughs) i mean they'll fall in love with anything this is just standard leprechaun operating procedure really (laughs) so again
1: i'm irish i know by this time he's you know talking to susan you know trying to you know connect with her and finian runs by hey you got to help me say you know where's the pot of gold blah 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 he goes i don't know i don't know and uh, realizes that, well, maybe Susan knows, but she can't talk, right? Well, unbeknownst to him, they're standing on top of the pot of gold. Yeah. And as that, they're standing there pot of on gold. the bridge, he goes, I wish you could talk. Sure enough, she
0: starts talking. Good thing neither of them (laughs) wish that they could switch places for a day. Oh, that would have been a great movie. That would have been like 12 other movies.
1: (laughs) So, thankfully... Okay, So, but here's the conundrum, right? Uh Because now we have one wish left. So, Og Uh has a choice to make. It's like Aladdin. Og can choose to turn himself back into a leprechaun like he wants to do, or... He can save Finian's daughter. So, By making the black guy white. By making
0: the black guy white, yes.
1: (laughs) He has to make the black guy white again to save Finian's daughter. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: I know. When you say it out loud, loud, it's even crazier.
1: Yep. (laughs) But by this time, he's like, you know what? It's not so bad being human. And Susan is hot, hot, hot. So yep. I think I'm gonna stay here. I'm like I'm like making out with her. So he wish, <laughs> he wishes Rockins back to being white. He turns white. Sharon is saved. <laughs> the day is saved. The town goes Not back even- to
0: liking his whiteness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rockins <laughs> has learned a valuable lesson. Well, that's
0: good. <laughs> now you know why this couldn't be made in the forties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> guess not man
0: because they were like wait a minute we're antagonizing the white guy it's the 40s hold up <laughs> yeah. and then in the 60s coppola went holding my beer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then in the uh in the 2020s we went ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story in a nutshell uh-huh um now impressions of it okay so in terms no don't do impressions that could be oh i oh i understand <laughs> <laughs> not, not impersonations. Ah, got not. him okay um okay so i guess i'll start with cinematography and francis ford coppola i love this era of filmmaking how many francis ford coppola movies have you seen that are like outdoor and indoor sound stages Uh, Well, some of it was outside, some of the cinematography is outside, but yes, but yeah, a lot of the main action was on an indoor soundstage. So yeah, it takes
0: a different kind of eye, a different kind of photography, which, I mean, I know there was a
1: DP other than the director, but like, I love this era of filmmaking for a lot of reasons. I like, well, one of the reasons I was excited about Francis Ford Coppola, because he's one of the guys that kind of took what was coming up through the fifties and early sixties and kind of ran with it. So he's, you know, got more He helped change angles. film. He really did. Mm-hmm. He really did more than I, some people probably know. It's, especially it's young...
3: amazing. So he did that since 68. And then two years later, he did Patton. Yep. Which yeah, is like right. one of the greatest movies ever mm-hmm. made. Patton. And, and then just a had... couple more years
0: in The Godfather. And then The Godfather. Yeah, then The Godfather, which yep. is. Which we'll okay. be talking about more next and, week.
3: And then seven years later, he did Apocalypse Now. Yep. No. <laughs> yes, he did. It says right here, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> he did
0: Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Was it
3: Apocalypse yeah. Now? I thought he, was, he that was Kubrick.
0: That.
3: No, he directed it. It says right here on the Wikipedia.
0: Really?
1: Okay. Mike well, and I were go.
0: both certain that was Kubrick. I Let's take on Kubrick. Wikipedia.
1: Which one did Kubrick do? They all did. They all wanted to do war movies. Yeah. He did a Full Metal Jacket. Oh, uh, that well, that's maybe. Kubrick. Oh, yeah, he did. You're right. Yeah. Nope. You're right.
0: Funny thing is, I watched a movie about yep. the making of Apocalypse Now, and somehow completely forgot that it was yep. Francis Ford Coppola. Because
1: all them <laughs> guys wanted to do at that time wanted to do these Vietnam movies. Yep. So yeah, uh, I got it confused. And Garrick is right. Wow, again. thank you. Garrick for took us, us to school. He did. Told totally. a yeah. guy what reads things. Yeah. So read the thing. So, so anyway, cinematography wise, <laughs> I, I wish I could have seen because the the version I watched, obviously, this film has never gone through a restoration or you know, nope, ma- remastering or anything. Nope. So. Um, so the, the quality on my big screen TV wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Very um, vhs Yeah. vhs is a good way to put it. Yeah. So, um, but I still enjoyed it. I could see what he was doing. You know, I I like his approach to the visuals. Um, the music was pretty, I mean, it was, I, I like this because it, it, to me, it's a good marriage between old musicals of yeah. the black and white era and a marriage into the new era. Yeah. So it's
0: but it's, it's an awkward uh like pubescence between the two.
1: Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It's it's not like the modern musical that's kind of polished and, and all that stuff. So yeah. it has some rough edges, but I liked that. I liked that about it.
0: So when I saw this, it was in high school, and when I say it was like a fever dream, I was literally sick and I had been sleeping all day because I had a fever. And so I couldn't sleep that night, and it was like on some obscure cable channel late at night, (laughs) and I watched it all the way through and had no idea what the heck I had just watched. But (laughs) a couple of the songs really stuck with me. Like the theme, look, look, look to the rainbow. All that. And it was like haunting me as I went to sleep in my feverishness that night. The next day I woke up and I'm talking to my mom. I'm like- I think I watched a musical last night, but I'm not sure if it was just like medication or the fever. And my mom's like, well, what was in it? I'm like, there was a guy that looked kind of like Fred Astaire. (laughs) He was old. And there was a white government guy who got made black. And there was a leprechaun. My mom goes, oh! Oh, Finian's <laughs> Rainbow. That's great. Immediately recognize it. I'm like, it's a thing. <laughs> and I have, I've actually never seen it in, an, in
1: a, in a, without being in like a fugue state. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should watch it again if you haven't watched it.
0: I, I absolutely want to. I, I wish I had had time after assigning yeah. that to you. And it,
1: it, it the, the, it sad took a thing while to it,
0: acquire even that low quality yeah, version.
1: It did. Yeah. It took a little while. But, yeah. um, but yeah, no, it was, it was worth the watch. I liked it. I really did. I, 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 Again, I I don't know.
0: I'm glad uh, you got me. I'm glad the randomizer <laughs> that I made in Google Sheets
1: you picked me, you. bro.
0: Because if Garrett got it, we would be hearing the most hilarious takedown. <laughs> Probably. And if Howie got it, he'd be like, this thing <laughs> was, was some drug-addled piece of crap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? The nice thing about it was, even because Made in 68, I was like, oh, my gosh. Because some of that stuff could be was really out there, like the hippie stuff. Oh yeah, it's, you know it's, at that time. This is
0: like mainstream film. Yeah, at the time it was not made for the. Cutting edge stuff. It was not made to be right. edgy. It was made to be mainstream, but with the well, the more modern lesson.
1: I was afraid going in because the opening credits have that sixties era oh, fonts yeah. and oh, all that yeah. stuff. You're just looking rainbows. at like the it looks the, like the you're the watching laugh in, yeah. you know? <laughs> you, know oh, fonts yeah. on, you know, kind of those crazy uh, flowery. See, looking I actually things. don't know if I
0: saw the opening credits. I probably didn't.
1: Yeah it it's uh it, it, it concerned me, but. Thankfully, once it got into the actual movie itself, it didn't fall into those um, stereotypes of that that era. Yeah. So I was thankful for that because some of that can be hard to watch.
0: I feel like <laughs> I remember it being a mixture between, uh, I, I, I don't know, like Oklahoma and uh, the Andy Griffith show
1: with also drugs. Like, <laughs> I don't,
0: you know what? I didn't, well...
1: The closest thing it came to druggy type. No, no, stuff. I don't
0: mean like, like, like. like I people mean, tripping. Like, yeah. Like,
1: I mean, there's all the fantasy element into sure. it that's not in those other things. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And the fantasy isn't overdone because right. I mean, you could have it could have <laughs> ballooned into like you know suddenly there's cartoon characters on the screen. Oh yeah, it could have. Could've. But it, it really especially. didn't. It really didn't. They kind of <laughs> yeah, that really. The effects were all practical yeah, and, and and it was fine. I mean, as a musical, it was fine. I I enjoyed it. You know. Is it the best thing ever? No. No. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's rewatchability. I, I doubt it's going to be, um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to the well. I have no soon,
0: idea but... if when I watch it alert, how it's going to strike me. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I imagine there's going to be like this weird recognition of things that I barely have in my memory. And that'll be kind of cool. And then after a while, I'll be like, oh, okay.
1: I just <laughs> There was enough interesting things about it. There, yeah. was, You know, we had Francis Ford Coppola, you oh, had yeah. Fred Astaire. Um, the other lead actors and actresses did a really good job. They were all, you know, sometimes with musicals, you know, you tend to cast according to who's popular. Yeah. And they really didn't do that. They went with people that were actually talented. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Back then. Um,
0: I almost gave you peace, dragon. You are oh, Pete's Dragon? Sort it's of. It's a classic. Yeah, yeah but there's not that many it. songs. It's a musical, but there's not that many songs in it. That's why Gosh, I kind of I saw that
1: one oh, was a real ma- little oh, kid. oh, yeah. That's Pete's Dragon. Yeah, oh, Pete's yeah. Not the
0: remake. Not the remake, because they made a movie that's non-musical at all recently in the last I, 15 I, I, years. Is that the one where he
3: turns invisible?
0: Yeah, the, dra- the it's an animated okay. dragon yeah. again playing to our it's animated... Yeah. The right. animated dragon who's invisible to everybody except the little red-headed, precocious kid. So... You almost got Peach Dragon, but I threw that Don't they sell that kid into slavery or something? Ah, probably. Seems right for Disney. (laughs) Seems seems right for Buena Vista back then. (laughs) Yeah. All right, I'm rolling the dice. Here we go. Ready? Mike again. All right, Mike, what else? No, okay. Mike, (laughs) what do you got? Uh, That's a five. Really wish I'd gotten the four-sided dice. (laughs) uh, Four is Howie. Howie! Howie, who'd you get? Oh, I got
2: Garrick. Oh, no. And he chose the (laughs) cult
0: (laughs) classic (laughs) from 1990 Uh, called Cry Baby. Yep. Now, see, I want to say this real quick before you get started. Uh I don't know. Our listeners, longtime listeners, may have figured out what in college, as the rest of us would learn slowly, that we didn't realize is that Garrick actually really likes musicals. Not all (laughs) musicals. But some no. musicals, and some of them are—he's a musical guy. Some of them are musicals that yeah. other people aren't even aware yeah. of. Musical, musical, but mu- I like music. I mean, your wife likes uh, Sound of Music, so yeah, I know that. Yeah. It's
3: okay. It's long. It's too <laughs> she long for me. likes it.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but but Garrick has a taste for like I remember uh, he loved uh, My Fair Lady, and that surprised oh. me. About this him. is yeah. not My Fair Lady, definitely not. <laughs> Tracy
1: Lords is in this bad boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Woo! you know, you
2: got you have Hattie you Harris. have Johnny Depp, right? Right off the <laughs> bat. Yeah. Some some you a go. young
1: Johnny Depp.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Uh you've got a Ricky Lake in there. Yeah. Yeah. Amy Locaine. I can never remember Ricky Lake's name. Ricky Lake.
0: Yeah. I, Iggy it's going to be gone in a minute. <laughs> Iggy Pop is in Oh the, my gosh, Iggy Pop. Yeah, Forget- it,
2: William Defoe is in this.
0: Yeah, William. 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 He'll Will, always be William. Dafoe. He's like a, he's like a Kirsten. It's hard to remember. It is not <laughs> Kirsten. Kim <laughs> McGuire.
4: Uh-huh.
2: I know that name. Kim Who She passed away. Oh, another death. Just oh. a couple days ago. Oh, oh gosh, oh. dang you guys! I'm just kidding. It was back in 2016. But oh, um, well, that is oh, hilarious.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably Got her. Or something.
2: She, she played Hatch Face. Like, Hatchet know. face. Yeah. Mona Hatchetface. face. Who's Kim McGuire?
0: Oh, that's Kim McGuire. Yes. I remember her. Yeah. Mark McGuire's uh, daughter. <laughs> that think <laughs> it's like his aunt. <laughs> she,
3: was, she was
2: 60 when she passed in 2016. Just saying. Oh. Um, so, man, yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. What is Crybaby about?
2: Well,. <laughs> okay, so you know, like the classic. Um, oh, why isn't the name escaping me?
3: Greece.
2: Well, okay, that's not what I'm going for, but that's part uh-huh. of it. But uh, Greece, two
1: electric boogaloo, yeah. back in
2: the Greece. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, Greece fits. Absolutely fits better than Blair, what I was. Well, Blair, it, it, it's that. Are you style. trying to think of that Brandon Fraser movie? No, the Shakespeare. Um, Taming of the Shrew. Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and
0: Juliet.
2: Oh, okay. That, the like Greece is. You
0: know, How weird am I that someone says Shakespeare and I go straight to? Tem- uh, was it King Lear? Howie? Yeah. Was it, was it the Lear. Tempest? King yes.
2: Lear. Yeah, that fifth crybaby. Really? Yeah,
0: I mean Johnny Depp. I think Tempest.
2: <laughs> but fellow, <it's laughs> like like Greece actually fits Greece a little bit better because it's the same era. The fifties is Greece fifties. Yeah, Greece and yeah. Greece
0: has the Romeo and Juliet underdogs. Right, as well. exactly.
2: So um, the spoof of Greece. That's why it's like Greece. It's absolutely that's what they were going for is <laughs> <laughs> wow telling um director writer is john waters oh john waters of john waters fame yep yeah um I to be john good waters. old john i'm trying to figure out how he got this cast
3: yeah <laughs> well they were cheap back then
2: it had to have been cheap back then the writing well okay let's go to the story well Greece. Uh, okay. So, uh <laughs> you got Danny Zuko. You got the squares and okay. you got the bads.
0: The squares and the bads. <laughs> I love the it. Drapes.
2: The, the drapes. Not right. drapes. Yeah, the drapes. Not the not the show.
0: greasers and the uh what were the what were the jocks called in uh in Outsiders, Mike? Yeah, the greasers and the they They had a word for the jocks. It's really awkward. All right. Again, I'm playing right into your era. Whiffing. I'm I'm really upset. I was not an outsider. Squares and the drapes, which they like to use those words a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: And then you get the the leader of the squares or leader of 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 the drapes (laughs) called. His name is crybaby Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Because he cries
3: one single tear,
2: one single tear. And then then you got this hot chick in the, the squares and they like fall in love and nobody wants them to be together. And there's gang fights and everything. Yeah. And Johnny Depp goes to jail uh, for uh what is it? complete juvenile <laughs> delinquency.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So he gets like, he gets goes he goes to jail for juvenile delinquency. Just uh so yeah, there's that. That's the story. And then they end up together in the end crying. Yeah. Who's uh, the
1: girl wh- which one's the girlfriend?
2: Uh the uh Amy Locaine. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Who to- I thought I mean in the in this movie she looked like the chick from uh uh Westworld.
1: <laughs> she
3: did kind of <laughs>
1: um, the main, main one the main blonde girl. chick Yeah, yeah blonde. she does doesn't she well I'm seeing looking at younger pictures yeah. So yeah she does
2: so that's who I thought it was at first I'm like oh that's kind of neat but then I realized then I'm like that can't
1: out. be <laughs> Wait She would have been like three yeah that
2: math
0: don't add up I want to
2: add up tall um, so yeah they're Pretty good right this is one of those movies where you're like if I watch it a few more times, especially with people like Mike, I will fall in love with this
0: <laughs> because of his falsetto
2: laughing. But this is not good. It's not good. No, of course it's not
3: good. It's a, it's a guilty <laughs> it pleasure. would be a guilty pleasure if it was good. Well, right.
2: I mean, the timing on almost everything is off on the jokes. like like you're like oh that would have been funny had they fixed the timing on that the uh the writing in and of itself was awkward the uh cinematography was okay (laughs) the acting hard hard to tell because everybody was overacting to the 10th degree which was on purpose they were definitely not taking this seriously and they knew that.
3: So I appreciated yeah, the that. Musical, what about the music, Howie? <clears throat> the music.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's put it this way. I, When I watch movies and stuff, I like to give it my full attention. I was perfectly comfortable saying this to the side and watching this and working at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's a couple points where uh, they had me chuckle pretty good. They were in court and one of the I'm not even there was a joke in. It, never mind. It there's a couple points that made me chuckle. I'm just not going to do it justice. Um, <laughs> they set the bar that think, high. well, the timing was on on that point. Oh, yeah. You know, on that particular joke, it was like, oh, that yeah, and they, they set the bar so low that it was like really hard. um but man i tell you what tell you what tell you what it felt like well from the very beginning for whatever reason i don't think they ever explained this maybe they do and i just missed it but the whole opening like sequence was this music playing i forget the song that was playing but they're all lined up to get shots in their high school they're just lined up everyone's going up and
0: getting a shot like not oh they're getting What's a the shot like, then it would have been a polio 50s. shot
1: yeah then it's polio shots yeah. right that's what it's they like did like i'm not old so i don't know yes, yeah it you can't been polio
0: remember shots. the outsiders but you remember getting your polio vaccine
1: in the 50s all right mike <laughs> no i just know <laughs> my parent... our point <laughs> i'm just saying that my parents still have the polio shot mark on their arms oh
0: really yeah. i didn't realize i left your, a mark that long. Parents well
1: they
2: too. those were, these are just big needles they weren't like a special
0: they didn't they didn't say polio and i would imagine letters. if it's they were polio getting polio
2: shot. shots this movie would have put on the syringe would have been polio shot on it and <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what this movie is and, and the
0: administrating medical professional would have had a giant like badge that said sock yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> so since they
0: didn't have that I have my doubts. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It was probably something much more inane. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have left that gag on the
1: table. It's Probably just a tennis shot. It's
0: it's a very rusty high school. But yeah, this is a.
2: We we have a just some crazy things like
0: everything is just just over exaggerated. Just everything's over. It'd be again, like right? watching a musical in a high school where the props are huge and silly and, and like uh, like a comedy musical. Well in a high yeah, school.
2: like and and so the, the, the bad guys or the people who are the bad whether the whether the, 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 the drapes? drapes I can't for some reason I can't yeah. remember the, the drapes. Like they're having their little shindig, not bothering nobody, but because the square chick who really likes this dude is like over there hanging out with him all the the other square guys in their little square gang and I'm using square a lot cuz they do in the movie <laughs> um they decided to come over and like burn all their stuff and like break all their vehicles like oh, they took this guy's brand new motorcycle which wasn't a brand new motorcycle cuz they didn't have like a lot of money
0: yeah he but he like saved but, up and like scrambled well, no, he and cobbled it, it together his uh, grandparents
2: are grandmother and his uncle who married each other um fair they're uh, rednecks
3: what
2: are you gonna do yeah they yeah they scraped all their money they scraped together all their money and bought this for his birthday so they set it all on fire and then sent it wheeling down to into the middle of the crowd (laughs) nice on
0: fire oh those and then it it
2: finally fell over and put itself out and it was in perfectly fine shape that he could start it up and go driving again
0: (laughs) They just literally like sprayed some leave, like Kingsford on it. They <laughs> drove bit. it for like thirty feet and then had to stop because
3: the cops were there with yeah. guns. So on. <laughs> these guys, it's, yes, exactly. Oh, it does
2: say polio, but see,
0: I missed it. Uh, that's funny because I said it. I feel like you didn't hear me, and you said it. And, uh, and how he was like, "No," because they would have actually done that, and they did. No, I said they would have put it on the syringe. Like, yeah, I th- exactly. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. Actually, on the giant syringe. Yeah, nice. but uh, no,
2: it was a little less, it was less, well, I was just looking at all, the, I wasn't looking.
0: Looking look 11 inch red back. letters was just less on the nose. <laughs> yeah, It was behind them. Yeah. behind. I wasn't it was, looking it was behind sign. them. It was a was the background. Come on. I was looking at the people. Someone literally, they assume someone on the pep squad painted well, a sign with paint markers. And you know, what's interesting <laughs> is Mike picks out this one
2: still shot as if. They had that shot on there for minutes. Yeah,
0: dude, it was like it wasn't really- like oh two seconds. It was this and then really on. slow zoom in. I know, right on the polio. Polio was like big letters. Yeah, there's a kid outside yelling, "Polio vaccines,
2: No, I don't think it's polio.
0: Get your polio vaccine.
2: Um, but yeah, so two bits. How ridiculous is is the people who actually started this? Little gang fight didn't go get didn't get in trouble at all. Only the people who defended themselves. Nice. <laughs> who were the drapes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Because they're the bad people. Yeah. They're the mm-hmm. juvenile delinquents who go well, to no, prison.
3: Justice justice system isn't fair yeah. to the drapes, man. Nope.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah, even though they come in and they bump people's cars, you know, they cause trouble.
0: Yeah, but their dads are running yeah. the justice system.
3: That's, that's yeah. the funniest thing about well in my opinion about Johnny Depp's character he's like he's so straight edge basically like he they offer him a drink while he's driving he's like no no baby I don't drink and drive mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so he, like he lights up a cigarette like he's a or lights up a match like he's about to smoke something and then he just eats the match yeah <laughs> <laughs> what on
1: earth <laughs> So they did the fifties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's, was, he's sure. supposed
3: to be this like, you know, against the law, yeah. bad boy, but yeah. like nothing he does is bad. No, he's gotta be the good bad bit. boy to win yeah. the
0: other, uh, to win the yeah. audience over, which yeah. is what part of what they're satirizing. Cause yes. that would have been the case in an actual movie from that era. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I I saw this like on TV and this is probably the first musical I remember seeing and liking. <laughs> Cause in the nineties, like early nineties, this was hilarious. You know, it probably not so much now. If you like how you, when you watch it in today's with today's eyes, it's not that funny. But
0: back then, it was really good. Yeah, satire. I swear, I swear. there was. I mean, back then, satire was what Naked Gun. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, hot shots. Yeah, like you, a right. musical satire would have been relatively groundbreaking to just average kid consumer.
2: Well, that's <laughs> the thing that that's what it has going for it, is it. It's definitely obviously it's not taking itself seriously. Yeah, it's the whole point. So you know, watching it, you know, okay, they're this whole thing is they're making which made it a lot easier to, to, to take to swallow. But and I and I swear, if I watched it a few more times with some friends, you I could probably find myself to laugh at it. Find myself you know yeah. loving
0: the funny loving thing it more, is but, stuff like that. Without stuff like that to make musicals more accessible to an audience that's not doesn't buy into musicals you know because a musical, musical a lot of people don't like musicals because it's so silly that someone would just break into song and dance in a situation yeah. right <laughs> so to satirize musicals makes musicals easier to swallow for a larger audience provided it tastes good right but then that gave way to have like musical television i mean we somehow we went from cop rock uh, that yeah that same era all the way to like high, high School Musical, and the funny thing is, High School Musical is not a satire anymore. Mm. It's so sadder. It's it's completely satirizing, but not intentionally so. It's it's melodramatic. It's mm-hmm. like so. Have we evolved or devolved? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Definitely I don't, devolved.
3: I know, yeah, I'm not sure. Definitely. I just I just like the this meta commentary. It, like obviously, it's a satire of Greece and those type of movies. But like those movies, like. what it's satirizing, everything revolves around the teenagers. Like everything in the whole world revolves around it. And they take that up a degree. Like reporters are like seeing like are on the scene while he's getting arrested. And it goes out on the radio who he's dating. It's like,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) Stupid stuff like that. It's like, yeah, they're taking it up a notch just to show how stupid those movies
0: are. I mean, there was a lot of stuff like this hitting the theater scene around that time. In fact, we were the first high school in 1998. We were the first high school to perform the musical Zombie Prom, which was an off-Broadway show, I believe. And yeah. Zombie Prom, same thing as the 50s, but it was about uh, a kid who's broken-hearted over you know he's a, he's a greaser and he's in love with like a cheerleader and he's broken-hearted that they can't see each other anymore. So he tries to jump over the cooling towers of the nuclear plant in his motorcycle and turns into a <laughs> nuclear zombie. <laughs> Yes, we did this at my high school. There's literally a song called "Johnny Don't Go to the Nuclear Plant." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a high-paced like dramatic rock song. But uh but yeah, like this kind of thing we were starting to see like movies like you remember the movie Freaks and stuff like that where people were literally just going, "Let's just take a little bit of budget and just do something so on the nose to see if it's too much or not." You know, it's what it felt like. They're like, let's just make fun of all the stuff that we grew up revering, like Greece, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
3: this is like the first thing I saw Johnny Depp in, because you know, I you think weren't a big only... Twenty
0: One Jump Street guy.
3: No, I didn't see that. I didn't see Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't yeah. see Platoon. But uh I was like, from from then on, I'm like, oh, that's the dude from Crybaby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> like every, everything since then, that's how I think of him. I bet he
0: would prefer people think of him that way now than how they think of him, which got, is the aw. dude what was married to the bed pooper.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. According to IMDb, on the the box office section, uh, it had an $11 million budget, which...
3: Oh,
0: 1990.
2: Yeah. Uh Yeah. But it only grossed just over $8 million. Oh. Yeah. So, mm.
0: yeah. Those were big gambles back then. Those were Those were tax write-offs. Yeah. yeah, I was <laughs> trying point.
1: to remember because I remember that advertising for the I 1990 I was like a sophomore. That's the only yeah, I actually kind of remember the advertising too oddly enough. And I remember girls really going gaga, you because know, over Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah. Yeah. Um pretty but man. I I mean I I had zero interest in this, so I never pursued it or
2: Well, the budget you know, was 11 million. They probably gave 6 of it to Johnny Depp. <laughs> probably.
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how big it was then, yeah. It well, wasn't
2: that big back then. Well, n- well, he was he was up and coming. He I mean, was
1: definitely on the way up.
2: So, sure. I mean, he had, I, I look back and, you know, he had, he had been doing movies. So was he, he was doing, six was six he years. doing
1: 21 Jump Street in he the He was 80s? doing ju-
2: Twenty Jump Street while he, while, while this, he was doing, while he did this. So, yeah. And Edward Sitter, right. hands came out the same year this came out. Oh, okay. Oh,
1: yeah. That would have right. been a big breakthrough for him. So,
2: I mean, he was the, probably right at the cusp of becoming up and, yeah. Right. Up and coming. Yeah.
1: Becoming a superstar. Yeah. So,
2: superstar. So that I don't know 6 million might have been a little too much for him back then but he probably was a big part Yeah, he might of the have been budget. a big part of the
0: budget, sure. Sure. All right, we're going to move on. Garrick, uh I'm even your odds. Huh? Okay. It's me. Oh, Suck it. Of course it is. I got a, I rolled a 4 for transparency. Uh I got a very easy assignment from Howie. Oh, uh, what do you like, Howie? Howie's guilty pleasure is Annie. Oh. 1982. Oh.
3: was that oh. a guilty pleasure? That's like one of the greatest musicals ever made.
0: That's <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what? I got an easy assignment because well, I really e- enjoy watching it. It Annie. was
2: either that or uh, Dr. Horrible
0: sing-along block. Which I would have oh, been, awesome. been furious about because <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate that should, movie. I hate oh, it. It's so good. I hate it so much. No.
3: Hammer's uh, my penis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, uh, so yeah, I got the old 1982 original theater released Annie. Uh, Annie Warbucks. Hot on the tails of its, you know, Broadway run. But
2: first, just for m- in my defense, as far as it being a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it is it's, about li- a little it's, girl. It's about a little girl. Yeah.
2: Guys, so come on.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts off and it's like like 50 little girls mopping. you know what i mean it's not
2: guilty in the way you're thinking mike not (laughs) guilty pleasure in the way you're thinking no
1: stop it it has carol Burnett. that's all i have yeah and tim curry and tim curry oddly
0: oddly oddly enough uh tim curry playing rooster miss hannigan carol Burnett's brother that role was originally offered to steve martin oh oh you want to know why he turned it down what? Because Rooster's wife is played by Bernadette Peters and they were going through a breakup. <laughs> Steve Martin and Bernadette Peters had been a thing. Whoopsie. So, yeah, a little interesting tidbit there. Um, Annie, y'all know what Annie's about. Go, if you don't, go watch it. Good Lord. What's wrong with you? It's one of the best it's filmed about a musicals dog. of all time. Yep. It's about a dog named Sandy. <laughs> Toto. <dead. laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wrong movie. Dumb dog. Why are you following
3: this is like, me? It's like the first comic book movie I ever saw.
0: <laughs> comic book comic strip movie I'm sure they made comic books out of it uh it was an, you know it's a yeah. it, funny thing is this is what we would now call an origin story right because yes. little orphan annie was about solving mysteries and like right. traveling the world and all that and getting you to drink your ovaltine but <laughs> be sure forget. to drink your ovaltine yep it's a flipping commercial <laughs> um but yeah, this 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 was a musical oh, that was take. her origin. Story. They're
2: making uh, a a new a new Annie, a no. new new
1: Annie, a new old, new, new Olvotin.
2: Times. Make sure you drink your Ovaltine. They're making a new Christmas There's story. A, a, no, no, no. They the made future. a sequel. A sequel. You, you another seen sequel. This? Another oh. one. It's a sci-fi.
0: This it's is a. Like this like this 2022 is twenty
2: twenty two or twenty twenty three. It's coming. It is another. It a is
1: sci-fi. Flying cars. No. Sweet. It is a sequel. You're right. There is an official second. Yeah, but this is one with the actual, the original, the original, cat, the original uh, character Okay, Ralphie? yeah, yeah, Ralphie's yes, gonna be in it. And... Ralphie and his buddies. Good. Sorry. You just brought that up; it triggered it in my brain. No, I great. saw the trailer; yeah, it was pretty fun looking. Really?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Kind of excited. I don't even care if it's kind of lame. <laughs> They're gonna have
3: that.
2: Uh, it's that
0: totally gonna be lame, and kid. I'm gonna
3: like it. What's that, Garrick? Yeah, that weasel face kid. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's in it, dude. Yeah. He's
0: he was yes. on like he was on sitcoms. He's on Titus. Like that guy's been yeah. an actor most of his life.
1: Yeah. Was it, yeah. Wasn't
3: it? he on Can't Hardly Wait? Is he on the, in the, is that? Oh, that mm, he
1: might have been. There's even the friend that dabbled in porn. The friend that dabbled in what? porn? Yeah, one of his friends in that movie. Oh, yeah. in Can't Hardly Wait? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> one of Ralphie's friends in the, original, oh. in the original Christmas story ended up falling off the deep end and yeah. getting into drugs and Yeah, Fergus. And did the
0: Fergus kid was the one who was an actor. He might have, I don't know if he dabbled in porn, but I know that he was on no, Titus. No, not him. I remember that? But anyway, uh, Annie, not porn, Farkas, Farkas, (laughs) Fergus, whatever. Uh, Annie to me is possibly, I don't know. It's up there. I haven't dissected it enough, but possibly the greatest filming, like film adaptation of a musical ever in my humble opinion directed by Dan Houston or Huston. I'm not sure. Uh, you guys would know as the voice of Gandalf from the Rankin and Bass Return of the King?
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that guy. I actually watched that quite a bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was the voice of Gandalf. He directed this. He directed a bunch of films that, like, if you read through his filmography, there's, like, a bunch of Westerns and stuff in there and some war movies. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Or maybe one or two that you've seen, but nothing that I think was hugely earth-shattering. But kind of the advantage to that... He directed the Maltese Falcon. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. There, there are definitely well-respected films on there, but yeah. um, in terms of here's, you've got a musical about a little girl in like 1920s era New York that is shot. The cinematography in Annie is so beautiful. All right, I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do the elevator pitch. Uh, an orphan who's in trouble at the orphanage all the time uh, convinces the assistant of a billionaire to who wants to do improve his image so he's like basically adopting an orphan for a week uh he she convinced the assistant to take her and her and her stray dog she just found go and they live in the lap of luxury but then they find out or he wants to adopt her or set her up find her parents so he puts out a radio ad saying I'll offer I don't know what is it fifty thousand dollars or whatever if her parents come and claim her and the quasi-evil orphanage runner uh, her brother and his wife show up and pose as her parents to try to get the reward money, and they're just going to basically kill the kid. And so then there's a big thing at the end. But th- that, I mean, they all the die. theme of the musical is her is this girl who's never had anything, who but is still very precocious and very animated, getting exposed to this rich, lavish life. The conflict is like the last twenty minutes of the movie, more than any. I mean, there's it, it sets itself up over time, but really, the the musical is about this girl going through these wild things. I mean, they they fly their their uh, helicopter, which I can't remember what's the word for their little like winged helicopter. Oh, oh that thing I forget, called? I forget. But yeah. they fly it to visit Franklin Delano Roosevelt and Eleanor Roosevelt in the White House and sing "Tomorrow, Tomorrow, I Love You, Tomorrow." Like right? and all that and it's all very like every scene in this movie is like cinema history <laughs> like the and the, the it it is so amazingly choreographed all the even the little girls sing in hard knock life there is so much going on on screen and these are legitimately little girls these are not older actors pretending to be little girls these are little girls and they're doing choreography that was designed for little girls to be able to do, and enough of them are doing different things at different layers of the shot that you're actually getting a full choreographic, choreographed image without having professional dancers. And I feel like that is almost a completely lost art how to manipulate the visuals with enough simple things happening to make it look very orchestrated and complex. And like I could dissect this movie down to that level throughout. And I really consider Annie to be a cinematic masterpiece. Like there are shots of the movie that like I would print off and hang on my wall. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh I, I was telling Howie, I'm like, the when she first comes into Daddy Warbucks played by Albert Finney, uh uh-huh. most recently. I think the last thing I saw him in was Aaron Brockovich and Big Fish. Yeah. Big the last two things I saw. Big in most recently? Big yeah. Fish. Yeah. Well, I mean that well, he's gone. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, another could, one yeah, dies. Yeah. God, no! It was a while. It's hilarious now. Um, <laughs> Dad, like three years ago. Shut up! It's funny. Um, okay. But uh, like the shot where she's basically she's like just coming into the big entry hall and they're getting ready to lead into like I think I'm gonna like it here. Where everyone's just describing. She thinks she's gonna have to like clean the floors and stuff because that's what she's used to. And they're like, no, 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 you're you're gonna live in the lap of luxury in this big, huge, amazingly choreographed song. That takes place in the this mansion, right? But the like foyer all, man, of the mansion, <laughs> yeah, the foyer, which is just humongous, and uh, and all the accountants, the bookkeepers, are off in a room, and they're all like, they see this little girl, and they're all confused, and it's, it might as well be like the dudes from Mary Poppins, like all the bankers, right? And they're all old guys, and they're all getting up, like looking all confused, like there's a kid here, and she's just peeking around these roses on a table, these pink roses, and she looks at him and just gives the cutest effing little girl grin. At these dudes who are all just like, "What's this kid doing here?" And I'm like, print it off, hanging on my wall. It's one of the most beautifully framed shots in cinematic history. Period. This of all m- time. Of all, all time. time. Yeah. If the music in this musical sucked, the cinematography alone would be worth seeing. The acting would be worth seeing. Oh, and it's some of the best music of any musical ever. And yeah. I'm gonna, I want to break down why if I can for a minute. When, <laughs> no, I already um, established that I can't do okay. that. <laughs> you said breakdown, I got excited. Uh, yeah, I understand, understand. <laughs> Welcome to the be of the day. Um, The music in this show, this show came out, like the, the, the musical came out, it hit the stages in the 70s, right? But they didn't write 1970s music. All the music is written to be 1920s, like early black and white movie era Music genre, music. It is all very genre appropriate. So when, even though it came out in 1982, it feels like the 1920s. So you they appropriated the 20s? They absolutely did. Okay, and I'm glad they did. You know, and you could tell there's there are budget constraints. Like there's a, a shot uh, on New York where she like breaks out of the orphanage and she's walking down the street right when she's getting ready to meet Sandy the dog. Right, and it's like a busy shop street. It's not. It's just a row of brownstones. But they set up all these carts and signs to make it look like an old timey street because they can't exactly upset the New York New York commercial district and convert it all to the 1920s. That would have cost too much, right? So they just went in front of a bunch of brownstones and just did a lot of really close shots. The camera never deviates past the sidewalk because the other side of the street's probably covered in like, you know, Delta 88s and stuff like that. I mean, they were very, very intentional about their limits so that they could get into this mansion and just go nuts. Like, they knew what was important and where to focus. And the reason why I bring that up is because there have been remakes of Annie. There's been more than one. And I did take my daughter to see the one that Jamie Foxx was in They came out recently, uh, more recently, still several years ago. And it was fine. It was fine. I mean, am I am I really running out to see Cameron Diaz movies at this point? No. But I did go out and see this one. Um, That was... What if... Annie was happening now. Okay, they made that. What's that? Well, yeah, they've that. The funny thing is, it's not the first time they've done that. Yeah. Um, and that's the fallacy. Annie was a comic strip that was popular in a radio show way back when, and it took place in a certain era. So when they wrote the musical, they wrote it to be a musical as if it were the musical of that era, which makes it instantly a period piece. Which Gives it a cheat code to being timeless. Everybody who goes, Well, let's do an updated Annie. It's like Annie was never updated. It was never, um, there was never a modern, it wasn't, that wasn't the appeal that, or that, you know what I mean? So by doing, let's do the modern version, it's like, All right, there you go. There's your second in time where that was relevant, you know, because it's already aging and wilting. If you go back and make it a period piece, then you're making it timeless because you're already looking through the lens at that period if you're just doing now well you don't you don't really have you don't really have the 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 perspective of how we're going to look at now in the future so right it's becoming irrelevant and so even though i've i've watched uh, a couple of these like remakes or whatever and again they're fine this movie every time i watch it and maybe because it was also popular when I was very young and formative my there's sister There's definitely was a obsessed nostalgic part of it. Yeah. That's true. Which Th- I'm sure that's a part of it, but there is a, like, it is breathtaking from end to end. So, okay, there's all the detail I'm going to go into, except for one thing Carol Burnett. My God, Carol Burnett is to me one of the greatest things that ever happened to entertainment. <laughs> and Absolutely. And I'm not just saying that because I just watched Annie again. I watch Annie at least once a year. No lie. I'm saying that because I've always believed that I grew up watching a Carol Burnett show. I've always thought she was one of the greatest comic geniuses that ever lived, in addition to being just a well-rounded entertainer in so many different ways. I have seen stage shows of Annie and Miss Hannigan, the orphanage runner, you know, is always played by like a heavy set older woman who's just an angry biatch. But Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett plays the flapper who does the, the 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 bathtub gin, which is in the lyrics of some of the music. It's referenced, but I've never actually seen it played that way, except in the movie. And Carol Burnett plays this bathtub gin, washed-up flapper who's just a little too old to be in the prime of finding a husband. And so she's drunk all the time and every movement she makes is so intentional. I was telling Howie, I said, you know, she's got this whistle that she blows when she wants all the girls to shut up and give her their attention. She blows this whistle, but she's always drinking and hungover simultaneously. Every time she blows the whistle, she grabs her head right after she blows the whistle. No one told her to do that. I, that's just Carol Burnett being a genius. Like, well, if I'm drunk all the time, blowing the whistle is going to hurt my own head, right? <laughs> and she does it every time. It's the one, to me, easily one of the greatest pratfalls in cinematic history is in this musical, which is. Carol Burnett's talking to, I can't remember the character's name, but daddy, you know, uh, Warbuck's assistant who's there at the orphanage looking yeah. for, uh, and, and she's there at, at trying to describe the orphan that they want. And Annie's listening and she's got the door open and she's trying to convince her that she, you know, like, you want a 10 year old? Like, you know, she's like, she's like, uh, seven. And she's like doing the up hands eight and she's doing the up hands nine. And she's basically trying to convince yeah. this chick, take me, right? And this chick's going right along with it. All right, that kid, right? And Hannigan's not paying attention, but then she goes, I want a happy kid. And Annie turns around. She's like, ah, just started laughing maniacally. And Carol Burnett stands up and goes over and just like hip checks the door, slams it closed on the child, right? And then turns around. And and so for a moment, you could be thinking, well, that was kind of an overstatement even for this. But Carol Burnett walks right back to the desk, looks the chick right in the eye, and just whiffs on the chair and goes straight to the floor. I mean, how she did not hurt herself, I don't know, but she literally just nowhere near the chair and goes straight full speed all the way down. Her head is gone, <laughs> like just boom, ass on the floor, and it. I laugh every time I watch it because of the level of drunken confidence on her face <laughs> when she does it. I believe that Carol Burnett's performance in this musical is one of the, if not, I'm, I'm gonna go throw it out there, the best comedic performance in any musical movie musical of all time i can't dispute that i i could watch the first 30 minutes of the. i I love the whole movie and of course she's back in it later and she's got the great scenes with uh with tim curry as rooster and bernadette peters as i don't know rooster's wife whatever her name is and and this is back when bernadette peters was so awkwardly hot because she had the body of a porn star and the face of a much younger person <laughs> so it was just this awkward hotness that makes made every man feel like a guilty old perv back then but she's also one of the most talented performers I mean to be honest for Bernadette Peters who I've seen live uh, this, this is like this world's like nothing for her you know like she's a powerhouse leading lady and here she is just playing this conniving wife of Tim Curry who nails it even though he's not Steve mm-hmm. Martin Tim Curry just sells it in a way that only Tim Curry could uh his role as Rooster uh Miss Hannigan's uh, uh brother. And I I mean I could watch I could watch a movie just the three of them. Would would be enough, you know. But Carol Burnett uh, alone, alone one of the greatest greatest movie musical performances ever given. And I don't think I will ever tire of watching this movie till the day I die. My God, Howie. Thanks for making it easy on me. You're welcome. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Gosh. Boo. Oh, I love Carol Burnett. I even loved her in Better Call Saul. Well. Oh yeah. She was uh
3: Yeah. yeah the she was that dude's mom. Yeah. This well, is Yeah, she narked on him.
2: Yeah, she did. Spoiler. This is easily of all entertainment. Easily in my top ten of all the entertainment.
0: Yeah, I mean it. It's just okay. Here's a flaw. I found a flaw. When they're flying around in that helicopter thing, I can't remember the name of at the end, trying to get Annie back. It's just shots of like modern day New York mixed with shots of, I believe, the Chicago River mixed with miniatures. The miniatures are time appropriate. The Chicago River is kind of convincing. The shots of New York are like the same footage that's in the background of Santa Claus, the movie when they're flying, not the Santa Claus, but Santa Claus, the movie from the eighties when they're flying around in the sleigh. Like it's the same modern building that you saw in everything where someone was It's probably in Superman. Everything uses same footage back then. And it's funny because you're like, wait a minute. It was the twenties a second ago. (laughs) It's very clearly like the seventies, at least at this point, but that's, that's it. That's it. That's the only flaw I got. I didn't even mind the miniatures, you know, I thought that, that was I'd be better than the footage of bigatures? the yeah, Bigatures. I, I, yeah. Bigotures. I man, I always, I still get nervous every time they start climbing up that drawbridge. Yep. Every time I'm like, maybe this is the time. Maybe it doesn't go my way.
3: <laughs> oh no.
0: Oh gosh. Yes. Fantastic. Watch the
3: director's cut. Yeah. She falls. Oh no. What a, what a twist. I know. It's crazy. Aww, also,
0: Punjab talks constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Punjab has so many lines. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, Great like, it was comedian, funny. in that guy. As a kid, I didn't understand the reference to, like, the Bolsheviks and the socialists and the guy throwing the bomb in the window because, you know, Daddy Warbucks is a capitalist. I didn't get the fact that there were all these, like, socioeconomic implications that they rolled into this because it didn't matter back in the days of the comic strip. But, going into the eighties where like we were in like a severe depression, the gas shortage and all that people were much more aware of socioeconomic differences. So they kind of inserted the commentary, but they made it kind of almost, almost just silly. So the point where it was kind of just entertaining, this guy's throwing a bomb and singing like the Russian national anthem and stuff. I don't know. Great, great musical. All right. We got to roll to see if Garrett gets to go. Do I get to go? Do I? Nope, sorry. Nope, it was even. All right, Jelly. I rolled a five. Now you can. Aww. Okay.
3: <laughs> oh, thanks. You're always you're always uh, botching the dice for me. I am. I am. I fudged <laughs> it. I, fu- I fudged it. Fudge it. You fudged it. Uh, so I had Mike's guilty pleasure. Yes. Mike Archibald. That would be me. Yeah, and he uh, forced me to watch. I mean, <laughs> not force. What's a good word? Uh, inflicted upon me. Yes. <laughs> The uh, 1930s musical comedy. It is. Yes. Mark's
0: Brothers uh, Animal Crackers. And I'm not sure, but we might have had a different genre of reach around where Mike had me watch Animal Crackers.
1: Yeah, I can't remember what that was. Mike really
3: loves. I, I don't know if he was hungry. When we were picking?
0: No, he was watching, he was watching Indiana Jones' The Last Crusade with Sean Connery. He goes, The Marx Brothers.
3: Yeah. I love the Marx Brothers. This is my uh, first exposure proper to
0: Marx Brothers.
1: Really? Oh, really? Outside of of Looney Tunes. I would not have guessed that about you.
3: I would have
0: thought you would. Outside of Looney Tunes, which counts as (laughs) proper.
3: I do. I know of them. I get, I get, I know what they're about. Like, you got Groucho. and Yo, this this shoe movie polish. is,
1: prob- is kind of quintessential though, for the most part, except for the musical stuff.
3: Yeah, I didn't know there was a fourth one. I, I only knew the Groucho. There's obviously. actually a fifth one.
1: Yeah. There's a fifth one? Yep. Yeah, Gummo. Oh. Gummo's the oldest Gummo- brother. Gummo? He was part of their pre... Was their vaudeville. Yeah, he was there in their vaudeville days. Um, he was pre, um, pre theater cinema. Yeah, but then pre- the, polio. Yeah. Not, the polio. Yeah.
3: He didn't have the polio vaccine. Groucho. Yeah. Harpo, who's like carrot top, and <laughs> that that magician guy's sidekick, who doesn't talk.
0: Uh, oh yeah, sidekick. Mike's seen them too. Penn and Teller, Teller. yeah, He's Mike's like seen
3: Teller them live many times, mixed together many times. Yeah. Yep. And then they got Chico, 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 yep. Chico. Correct. And then they got the, the Jewish young- guy
1: that acts Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> For some reason, and then they got the young, uh, pretty looking one, Zeppo. Yeah, Zeppo. Zeppo? Yep. Okay. Zeppo works. Yeah. So that's the Marx Brothers. So uh, this movie is basically about the the Groucho. I I guess his character is uh, an adventurer named Captain Jeffrey. Jeffrey
1: Spalding.
3: Jeffrey Spalding. Or is it? Oh, There's a little joke in there where he calls himself by a different name. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So they're at the going to this rich lady's party and he's been invited. I don't know if. I think they've all been invited. I can't tell if they crashed the party or not. We're uh, <laughs> all actually invited.
1: Zeppo and, and Groucho are the guests of honor. And actually okay. Harpo and Chico are the entertainment. Uh, They're the musical yeah, entertainment. Yeah. Can they, we
0: have, it's good we have Mike here to explain to you the thing you the reason, the
1: re, Yeah, it
3: would take a few viewings because they talk really fast. Yeah, yeah get, I, I think did. Like a, this is the one thing I was... Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, if this was your first viewing I was afraid of.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah so uh what's uh yeah so they're all invited uh groucho's telling you know he's he's uh doing his groucho thing while harpo and chico kind of go off on their own and get up to shenanigans uh ladies yep (laughs) zeppo he's like a a wannabe painter like he's really good but he hasn't been really discovered yet no
1: actually I'm going to correct you. Hey, the painter is a a different. Now, Zeppo is just um Groucho's um like manager. He's barely in the movie. The guy you're Wait, thinking of the, yeah, is, yeah. is is the Cinco? John Parker character. Uh, okay. Oh, that's not Zeppo? No, that's not Zeppo.
0: Oh, okay. Zeppo's I mean the film the guy, quality yeah. wasn't great. If they were tall and dressed in a suit, <laughs> they all look alike. In,
1: in Garrick's events, Zeppo and and the guy the the John Parker character do look alike.
3: Yeah, they look a lot of like, I know who you're talking about now. He was at the end, and I'm like, Is that this? And I was thinking to myself while I was watching, I was like, Is that the same painter guy? And then they showed the painter guy. I'm like, No. Yes, yeah. not him. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, not Zeppo, but there's a painter guy uh, who's really good at painting, but he hasn't been discovered. And uh, the owner of the house has a really famous painting that they paid hundred thousand dollars for
0: hundred thousand dollars. That's like for. adjusted for inflation. That's like a million dollars. That is, that is 900 billion lira. <laughs> 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 What's that in the
3: Saudi Arabian money? It converted to that? I don't know what, to what they pay Iraqi for things in dinar. virgins. I don't yeah, even know. In the dinar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shekels. So the, his, uh, girlfriend or, you know, paramour or whoever, uh, Wants him to get discovered, and so she convinces him to repaint a paint this painting, and then replace it. And if nobody knows, that means he's a really good
0: painter. That's how and they so judge that he's so actually already already did it. it.
3: Yeah, he already did
1: he's, it. He already That's the
3: joke. It, yeah. yeah. So they convince Harpo and. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It's just the professor, I think.
1: Harpo really is the name. professor, and Chico is Senor is is Emmanuel oh, yeah. Rebelli. Yeah,
3: <laughs> So, they, so they, a whole bunch of stuff happens, and they get convince them to go replace the painting, and so they do. And then when they get kind of interrupted, so there's like two paintings.
1: There's actually uh, three paintings.
3: Yeah, well, that comes in <laughs> later, yeah. <laughs> so there's two paintings that are going around, and they, they're trying to find out what happened to who stole the painting and where it is. And then they find another, they find a painting and they're like, Oh, there it is. Oh no, he did put succeeded uh, succeed in putting it up, but then they realize it's a fake because whatever. It doesn't look like the other painting. There's a dog missing. I think is what they said. They <laughs> <laughs> better catch it. You better call the dog catcher. I have Groucho Marx. Man, <laughs>
0: man, look at me. It's like he's here. I'm
3: funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they eventually find out they're, you know, there's two paintings running around and they found a third one. I, I was, I, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I'm not sh- exactly sure where the third one came so from. So
1: how the third one happens, there's a, okay. So they have the rich lady and then yeah. the rich lady's daughter Ritten and her House. boyfriend, he's the guy that painted the copy. He's painted a yeah. good copy, but then there's a rival rich family. And uh, that used to work for the butler the butler used to work for the, the two sisters. Yeah, that's and right. he, they, they had just a cheap knockoff with the missing dog. Mm. <laughs> and oh, okay. they just that's thought funny. it would be hilarious to just take down the original painting and put their fake one up. Uh, so that's the mm. third painting. OK. And so I basically in, in the process of them swapping paintings, like they're all mixed up. Nobody knows who's got what painting and whatnot. So that's <laughs> at one
3: point, like <laughs> it's probably the, the I thought was the funniest part of the movie. It's like uh, Harpo's like sleeping outside, and he's using one of the paintings. It's like <laughs> I a think blanket. that was the original. <laughs> yeah, that was the original. Uh, Everybody's yeah, like okay, freaking out. Good. It's like yeah, he just everyone's looking for it. and He's just sleeping outside with it as a <laughs> blanket. Nice. Right? And then at the end, uh, they call the cops. Cops, they narc on him. Cops come, like who did this? You know, blah blah blah. And uh, and then Harpo takes the blame, and he actually does have all three starts pulling all three of them out of his pants. And then the, <laughs> <laughs> well, this part was pretty, uh, like there is, I did laugh at a few parts. Like the, the ending part is really good. As so he pulls the three out of his, and the cops, like getting, giving him this lecture. And he's like, do you want to be oh, a bad yeah. guy? Yeah. And Harpo's like, yeah, well, he doesn't talk, <laughs> but he has that look on his face. Like it's yeah. the best thing he's he ever heard.
1: Nodding, yeah. He's
3: like, of course you don't, you don't. And so he starts shaking him and like, silverware starts falling out of his coat like real expensive silverware nice and it's just over the top so like all these knives just start pouring like butter knives just start pouring out and the look on his face he's just like looking (laughs) off into the distance (laughs) it's 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 the that good uh facial comedy that harpo does and then Mm -hmm. at the end he uh pulls out his little spray gun and oh, that's right. Kills everyone, I guess. I,
1: <laughs> I guess it could be interpreted that way.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming he put him to sleep cuz at the end he does it to himself. Yeah. So he finds his girlfriend yeah.
1: and he's like, "Oh, I can't leave her." So I'm going to yeah. pass out next to her.
3: <laughs> like opens her arm and like lays down and puffs himself with the thing.
0: Romeo and, and Juliet.
3: Yeah. It's a massive massive murder-suicide on <laughs> yeah, that movie. <laughs> on a grand scale. Not just uh, two lovers. It's everybody.
0: Take everybody with them. So how excited are you to watch more Marx Brothers? <laughs>
3: <sighs> well, I get that this was funny at the time. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, It's like obviously, you know, the Three Stooges and the Marx Brothers, they're, they're taking their they have similar roots. Like, sure. I don't know who copied off of who, but uh obviously Mo is Moe and Groucho are pretty much the same character. Uh except Mo's a little bit angrier and not as smart. Uh but basically <laughs> they're uh, less funny three stooges, I think. Because there's no there's no like you know they don't like poke each other in the eye. Yeah, what's up with that? So Mike?
1: okay, so the, <laughs> <laughs> the three stooges are physical comedy. Right. I know well, they're slaps the physical. Thing.
0: Here's a yeah. thing that I think makes it hard to understand the Marx brothers now. Is that so the three Stooges, yeah, like you said, they were committed to doing a thing. Yeah, they had roles, right. but all the roles were in support of the timing of the physicality. Mm-hmm. The Marx brothers were trying to do all the comedy at the same time. Groucho was doing the like the songs and the one liners and like the fast talking jokes. Fast-talking, right. Harpo was doing the physical things, right. Chico was providing the atmosphere for that to happen within, and Zeppo needed a job.
1: Yeah. Ze- Zeppo and <laughs> yeah, all the Zeppo movies. He's barely, he barely read. He's just, he's there to get a paycheck. <laughs> I guess. Well, the, yeah. the three, the three
3: stooges, like they would have the, the verbal comedy, like a little bit. Yeah. The, the the courtroom, the whole courtroom uh, episode. That was mostly like verbal comedy. Mm-hmm. And, and that was funny. I like that. It was really. Pastrami the and was, cheese
0: on rye.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Order pastrami, you know, that kind of, that's exactly yeah. what Groucho was doing. Yeah. Except
0: the bits would go on, in my opinion, a little too long. Yeah, the setups were like would make sense in on a live stage in front of a, a captured vaudeville audience. Yeah, but in a movie, it's just like okay, let's get there. I, I feel I you on that. I think I feel it, they,
3: they it wasn't a very long movie. I think it was like maybe an hour and a half ish. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it seemed like a thirty. It should have been condensed into thirty minutes, and it would have been really good, really hilarious, a really tight thirty. Yeah, real tight 30. There's
0: this,
3: <laughs> there's this part where I was kind of like, oh, just get on with it. Where he, him and Chico are sitting at a table and they're talking about who did it and how to find them. And then they go off on a tangent about a house and where they're going to build it. And I'm like, it's not that funny. It just keeps going. It, it almost seems See, like I love ad-libbing. all that
1: stuff. I love that's the stuff I love most is the are those conversations.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I've, I I have don't know, I didn't do much research, but I think, and I don't know if this research is even available, but it seemed like some of the scenes were uh, ad-libbed, and they just kept them in.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair kind of I, funny. I'm, my assumption has always been, and I haven't done a lot of research either, but a lot of these jokes are from their vaudeville yeah, days recycled stuff and yeah. it's just stuff that they had done for years and then they just work it into the film and so yes, it's kind of like I, the, this half that stuff was not written
0: so it's kind of like all the music and singing in the rain it already existed and they just tried to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. vehicles. Uh, you know that's a
1: good
3: that's a good comparison because they i mean this is a musical they had like two numbers at the beginning and then one at the end
1: yeah now nah, there's uh, more in there than that but
3: well, oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, they had the, the piano scene. I guess that's music. I don't remember <laughs> any more singing. Uh, there's more. Se. There's
1: more than that. You just probably okay. fell asleep.
3: <laughs> probably did. Blacked out. But oh, there there was one scene where Groucho was talking with, uh, was it Chandler, and he, Chandler calls him by his own name. He's like, "Hey, Captain Chandler,
0: could you be more Groucho?" He's
3: like, "I'm not Chandler. You're Chandler. I'm Spalding." I think they it felt. That whole scene felt very ad libbed, and I liked it. Yeah, it, you know, it was it was funny. It's like he, the, you could tell the actor probably messed up the line, but they just kept. But it Groucho's not going to
0: drop it. character because he's been doing it on stage his whole life.
3: Yeah, they're like, oh, that's that's perfect. Let's go with that. Just put it in. It makes yeah. no sense in the context of the movie, but it's still kind of funny.
0: My favorite thing about the Marx Brothers is how they would talk about them when they were not on. When they were like go to a restaurant together. And everybody would get recognized except Groucho. Oh yeah,
1: of <laughs> because the, yeah. He, didn't, he, didn't he didn't have, no have shoe polish on yeah, his face. Yeah, the grease paint. Yeah, mustache. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like no. Groucho, by far, is the funniest of the Marx Brothers. Like Harpo's is pretty good, but some of his physical comedies is over the top. It's his facial, his facial uh, stuff that he does is really good. Facial comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call
0: that, mm-hmm. but you ju- I think like, you Groucho, just christened it.
3: Like Groucho is at the big near the beginning he does this little aside where he's doing you know he's talking you know he's doing his vaudeville thing and then he does this little aside where he steps forward toward the camera and just starts talking this very deep and dark depressing stuff (laughs) marriage this is the beginning of the end this is pretty good (laughs) yeah
0: dark depressing comedy that's where he got garrick Uh, garrick sat up straight went oh man if this the only thing would make this better if it were in korean
1: <laughs> yeah. Was, no, I was, know what it was. It was a scene where he's with the two ladies, and he's talking yes. about marrying both of them. They're gonna have a. Th- they're gonna basically have a threesome. Yeah. But he was. He always did these asides where he'd step out. Yeah. <laughs> and get into was, the deep. He voice. would. He it's would
0: clap there. his hands and go time out. Yeah. And everybody would freeze. Yes.
3: did. just the contrast <laughs> of like him doing his, you know, his his screwball, you know, back and forth, and then he just like steps aside and he's just like staring into the middle distance. <laughs> This like thousand yard stare, get, uh, delivering this monologue like a professional actor, and it's just that just the composition between those two scenes just somehow for, for some reason just got me like okay that's that's pretty good that's that's pretty good that's that's genius almost yeah
0: yeah, yeah but there I, I feel you like there were times where it's like can I get more Groucho with a little less Harpo and Chico and Zeppo can take the day off like like I yeah, actually. I've said, and this is going to hurt Mike's soul. I get the same amount of entertainment out of an episode of, uh, you bet your life.
1: Oh yeah. As I do from definitely hurting my soul.
0: Yeah. As I, as I would, because that's older Groucho on a game show. And everything is ad libbed. He's just making fun of the contestants, right? And just completely out of hand, like they don't matter at all to him. He's just, I'm just here going to collect a paycheck, you know. And pretty much. And I find that literally Grouchy Groucho hilarious. (laughs) And those are the highlights of the movies for me as well as when Groucho is more that. Sure. Yeah. No.
1: He's he's definitely the highlight. And 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 it's completely fair to say that all of Mark's brothers movies are let's just come up with a basic premise so that we can have all these stuff together. So we can have these guys <laughs> go out and just do their thing. Yeah. So yeah. that's completely Which fair to that's say. That's
0: still something that happens today. I mean, there's still, th- but it's, it, it can't be as transparent sure. anymore. That was completely transparent with yeah, all. I mean, their yeah, movies.
3: You, could, you could definitely see the, the pace at the seams of where they tried to merge all these things together.
0: Yeah. I mean, look but. at any Lauren Michaels produced film. <laughs> yeah they're all <laughs> sure, just right. different yeah. sketches for those characters pasted together yeah. sometimes Ladies more Man. successfully <laughs> than others i mean <laughs> tommy boy
1: yeah
0: right yeah. Sure. you know yeah. i mean fat guy in a little coat versus well it doesn't hurt here so much yeah. not here, <laughs> here but right, right in here. here nope ship shape <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. every single scene is a different thing right so yeah, yeah. cool Overall, i'd
3: say it was it was pretty good uh I don't know. It definitely needed to be shorter because it did dragon parts. But uh, yeah, it's all right. That's when good people stuff. got
0: up to get popcorn back then.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh now Here we go. Yeah, now I'm going to hit the head.
0: <laughs> it's 90-minute movie. Time to get popcorn. Yep. Oh, well, you know, they had way shorter attention spans back then. Yeah, true. All in. All right. Mike, yeah. since you went first. All right. How much do you look forward to getting a reach around from me again?
1: <laughs> oh, I I mean, I don't know. I liked that movie, even though it was quirky and weird. And like I said, I'm not sure that I have, have it on my radar to watch any time again soon. But yeah. I don't know. I liked it because it, I don't know how it was surprising.
0: Uh, would you because I asked this question because longtime listeners will know, but maybe uh, newer and by newer, I mean, the last several years. Listeners might not know that I used to get completely dumped on every time we did a reach around. I would get the worst thing every <laughs> time. So I'm so excited right now. How much uh, would you have trepidation or look forward to a recommend from Garrick?
2: Well, Garrick and I usually are simpatico when it comes to know. content viewing. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm never, uh, I,
0: I always want Garrick gross. Ah wait yeah <laughs> especially hey, you heard me howie you can throw not dr horrible at me any day <laughs> Aww. that's how i feel garrick what about getting recommends from mike <laughs> 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 uh,
3: is this my first one i don't, I I think, yeah, I don't I know i think
0: i've gotten mike like twice so it may be your first that's one. probably why you get dumped on
1: <laughs> wait the trend is establishing itself wait a minute omega code we, is ah, a masterpiece no, of cinema no
0: no <laughs> you eat my butt that was I, the I, worst did, movie. I gave you silver
2: sun's pickup so the music died, yeah
3: that was so. tricky that was yeah. tricky i will i will say animal crackers was far and away better than big brother
0: which uh, how he made me. That's watch. right. No. <laughs> That's fair. True. Maybe not too bad. Oh, fair man. Yeah, for, yeah. Maybe that, Big Brother was involved, so I couldn't have had all the worst ones because I didn't have to watch Big Brother. So next time though. Next time, and I don't want to go so long before we do another reach around. I think these we are always want to do fun reach round. rounds more often. I know
1: everybody likes a reach around. Yep, it's so just as, it's just common courtesy. As long as they're as good as Omega Code, right? I mean, then we can keep going with...
0: You know what my favorite part is about getting your stuff? Because I get to come in and shit on the stuff that you like. That's why.
1: (laughs) Everybody does. I'm used to it. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Well, ladies and germs, thank you. Join us for another Fly Casual. Won't you please run out wherever you get the podcast and give us a nice review, better than the ones that we gave some of these movies, maybe about as good as the one I gave you any, I'm just saying, so that we can reach more listeners just like you, and then... All of you, including yourself and your newfound compatriots in Reviewdom, join us on our Discord server by going to betterkind.com, clicking on the Discord link, and then boom, you're in the Fly Casual Discord where we can chit chat about whatever you're consuming today, tomorrow, whatnot. I don't care. Tell me what you had for lunch. Tell me what you had for lunch. Maybe I'll pull, pretend like you're Mike and I'll shit on it. It'll be fun. Oh, peanut butter and jelly oh, sandwich. Yeah. Mm. No, you have McDonald's. McRib, man. No, that was dinner. Oh, dude, you had a peanut butter jelly sandwich for lunch and then McDonald's for dinner. Are you five?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. Yeah. We're <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean, oh, man, we actually going to have a coughing fit right when we're getting done. In the meantime, thank you for joining us. I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. night. Over there's Howie. Drink. Oh, I, I ran out. I drank mine. Um. Oh, there's Gary. I'd lucky charms for breakfast. <laughs> wow, mm. I'm not I'm not gonna crap on I, that. I can't eat cereal for breakfast and like last Babe. more than a half hour. No, that's true. I have to have a Babe. protein. If I'm gonna have cereal for breakfast, which is rare, I got at least have to have a hard boiled egg. At Slushed, least, slice because
2: some
3: I, eggs in your cereals.
2: I love me no. some
0: golden grams. It's my favorite cereal. Golden time. grams are tasty. Have you ever had a huh? golden gram marshmallow treat? I will change yes. your life. Yes, okay. I yeah, have. Those, those are, are good. Yep. Yeah, remember Marriott used to take the stale golden grams? Oh, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, but I have it's to have nice some protein if, yeah. have grahams, have protein. if I have golden
2: grams, I got to have some protein. I got to have some protein. Some
0: poutine. I mean, I Lucky Charms was my favorite I mean, growing up, but I have since grown that Marshmallow Mateys, the, you know, Malto <laughs> Meal <laughs> knockoff is a superior cereal because it is oh, crunchier. I th-
3: yeah, I see you chose chaos today.
0: I did. That's right. I was born into it, brother. We (laughs) are jelly.